This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something. And progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com slash liars. You're listening to On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. So red pill or blue pill, which one do you want? We're going to go behind the scenes. I'm going to show you how the sausage is made. We talked a little bit about the media, and we talked a little bit about what drives any corporation, and this is not a bad thing. This just is what it is. This, the point of having any show, right, any radio show, any television network, the point is to make a profit. And that model that actually is out there and has been out there for years now, the model that stands up is this, simply this, attract an audience, build an audience, offer that audience things, and those are the commercials, right? And you offer advertisers chances to impact, right? Um, Lisa, no, I can't. <laughs> Lisa just said, can you do the camera at a different, when you, I got to tell you, when we just popped on here, it was, I was like, blah, blah, trying to move everything around, but we're live. And this is the good thing about getting like, uh, the full, you're getting the full Monty right now. You're getting behind the scenes. Maybe this is too much for you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is more than anybody really wants to see, but I'm taking you behind the scenes because I want you to know, I want you to see what's happening so that you can understand how you're being affected and you can allow the media to serve you. You can allow blogs. You can allow uh, radio stations. You can allow TV networks to serve you newspapers to serve you rather than serving them. Does that make sense? How does that happen? Well, Let's walk you behind the scenes to show you how the sausage is made very, very, very quickly, very easily. A big, a big component based upon how do you attract an audience and then how do you keep them listening longer? I'm going to use a word that I don't like to use. I'm going to use a word that most people, um, I think if they hear it, they might be offended by it. I'm going to use the F word. Fear. That's the number one way that they get you to listen longer. Curiosity plays a big role, but fear, I think, is probably the number one motivator for for most of us as humans, right? Um, fear of missing out, fear of the unknown, fear of what's going to happen next. Fear what happens if this person gets in office. Fear what happens when the storm comes our way. Right now, there are some hurricanes out in the in the in the Bahamas right now. They're, they possibly might make their way up into the Gulf, and that might. And I living in Florida for a while, I remembered that like two week period of time where they would start talking about these storms, and it would just be it, you would be inundated with this. And what that does is that just puts everyone on edge. 
fear is a big motivator. Scotty on Facebook Live says controversy creates cash too. Absolutely. That's a great way to draw attract to an attract an audience, but to keep them, you want to use fear. A, a lot of times. It's either pain or pleasure that are motivating people, right? So it's either fear, if you look at like the news and you look at, say, weather and things like that. Fear is what they do to kind of lock you and hook you so that you're dependent upon them. The government uses this, too. Authorities use this in a lot of way, too. Uh, There's so many things out there to be afraid of. We must protect you. You need us around to protect you. Think about it, right? Um, Pain and pleasure. A lot of people like to tune out when they get home and they don't even watch the news. But then are you informed? So the question that this came from the 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 Facebook Live question that this came from originally was how do I stay informed yet don't allow this stuff to consume me? Does that make sense? So I'm going to really start breaking it down for you and tell you how to stay positive in the negative world. I'm going to tell you some of the things that I've been doing and some of the things that I caught. So as somebody who was like really, I had to really be plugged in into the matrix because as I was doing a radio show, I mean, I really had to be on top of everything. I had to know, like the, I had to have it injected into my spinal column back here in my head, just like the movie, right? I wanted to know everything that was coming across so that I could talk about it so I could have an opinion on it and so that I could share it, Right. On my show. Well, that started to have really take a toll on me. I started to really notice my state emotionally um, stressed out more. I started to notice that my state, like emotionally, I was just drained. And that was not the life that I wanted to live. So one of the reasons I really kind of stepped away from talk radio altogether, had every opportunity um, to do some really, I think, some really big shows and to um, to really step out and create a career in talk radio. But I decided I didn't want to talk about the negativity. I didn't want to talk about the anger. I just wanted to do things differently. And I didn't know if there was a market out there for that or not. I honestly thought to myself, I just wanted to encourage people. I don't know if you're hearing the dogs right now or not, but they're barking. They're going crazy. I just wanted to encourage people. And I wanted to do positive solution oriented talk radio. Because that's the state that I wanted to stay in. So... I did a couple of things. And one thing I would even recommend to you. It's as simple as turning everything off. So Thomas actually is a shout out to my buddy Thomas Bowman who's watching right now on Facebook Live. Uh, Thomas is a great guy. And he says, I turned off the news media years ago and have been less stressed ever since. And he makes a great point. And it works. But for some people, you want to stay informed. You want to know what's happening, right, in the world. Yet, at the same time, you don't want to be consumed by it. I totally get this. Maybe this won't work for you long term, but it may work for you short term. I went on a vacation. 
I don't remember. I think it was probably about 2013 or 14. I went on a vacation with my wife, with Lizzie, and we went to an island, and uh, I unplugged. I decided at that moment for the weekend what I was going to do was just leave my phone at home. I was just going to completely unplug. No social media. Think about it, because you know what I've done is I've talked about TV networks, I've talked about radio. I've talked about newspapers. I've talked about all these things. But what about Facebook? There's a lot of people watching right now on Facebook Live. Maybe podcast even is something that brings some negativity into your life. I'm not sure. But these things, right, all these technologies, they they make the world a better place. At least they have the ability to. They're all tools at the end of the day, just like fire. We can even say just like guns, right? It's not really the tool itself that does the damage it's who the tool is in the hands of and what that person decides to do with it because think about it fire can burn you right and we're taught to fear we're taught to respect fire at the end of the day from a very young age or fire can keep you warm it can provide the fuel in your furnace, right? It can provide um, the fuel to burn the gas in your car, et cetera, right? There's all kinds of things that we can actually benefit for, from fire with, right? Well, the media, and let's call it information, information, infotainment, entertainment, whatever, right? It's all about how you decide you're going to use these things or whether you're going to let them use you. Let me say that again, because that's very important. It's all about whether or not you're going to decide to use these things or whether or not you're going to let them use you. Because like I said, they're all tools. Every single one of them can be a tool and they can accomplish great things or they can enslave you. You can become overcome with them. I understand I was the same way. But one of the things that I decided and I kind of found out when I when I did this digital detox, and I, I'm going to tell you a little trick that a buddy of mine um, uses in just a moment here. But a digital detox, when I turned it all off that weekend, you, you'll just, you'll never understand. I mean, it's it's like almost doing like a diet or a detox. And I tell you, like when I, I almost weighed 400 pounds at one point and I lost a lot of weight, lost over a hundred pounds and I couldn't believe how good that I felt after, I mean, 12 weeks, I'd lost like 80 or 90 pounds. That was insane. 90 days eating clean, um, no alcohol, working out like almost every day. I couldn't believe the biggest thing that I think for me that, that, that made the difference when I lost that weight was how I couldn't believe how good I felt like, not how good I felt, but also how bad I used to feel. I didn't realize how bad I felt. So right now when you're inside of this, you may feel like you're consumed. You may feel like you're overwhelmed. You may feel like it's a, you're kind of in a fog, or you may not even realize it. So I'm going to challenge you. Take a break. Whether it's a weekend, whether it's a day, whatever it is, take a break from the social media. Take a break from the news. Take a break from whatever it is that you feel like is chaining you, holding you down. I promise you, the world will still be here when you come back. And you know what? Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be running smoothly. People like me, I had to learn that the hard way. 
you have an opportunity to learn this now. So I'll give you another great example. A buddy of mine, Eric Holkren, actually, he's one of the former guests of this podcast. Check him out. Uh, he's got two little kids and um, just a, just an awesome family. And one of the things that he and his wife decided to do amongst others, they cut the cable, they cut the cord this this year, and they switched to um, you know Netflix and things like that. And they're finding that they're watching less TV. But the other thing is, when he gets home, and he's got a really kind of like, um, he's like a marketing director, kind of a high-powered sort of job, right? And so it's one of these jobs that can consume you. Believe me. I had one of those jobs in radio. It's one of those jobs you never turn off. You come home, you're always thinking about your what you're going to do next. You're always thinking about, well, you know, you're never you're you're really only as good as the last big thing that you did. So you're you're never really um you're never really off unless you take time on purpose to intentionally be off. There we go again. There's a theme here popping up. On purpose intentionally so we be very intentional about how we use our technology we're gonna be very intentional we're gonna use our our media on purpose and that's what eric does as a matter of fact when he comes home and he's with his wife and his kids from a certain time to a certain time and she has a very high hear the dogs again on purpose they're going crazy i may edit this out in the podcast or i may just let it go depending upon how long they go. Nobody should ever try and rob my house because honestly, it just would be pointless. There's no way you're sneaking in. They probably heard a squirrel fart out there is what they heard. A squirrel fart. You heard me right. Shh. Hey. Shh. Shh. <sighs> All right. You would think that I haven't fed them in like weeks, but they're good. Trust me. So every time, every night when Eric and his wife come home at the same time, they take their phones, right? And they put them in a drawer in the kitchen and they close the drawer and they're intentional. They set that rule because their values, their principles, they said, we want to spend time with our kids and we want to spend them without our heads down into our devices. There is he. Shh. Shh. I may have some dogs for sale. If anyone's in the market, <laughs> if anyone would like a big yellow lab who is afraid of her own shadow, I have one I think I could part with. I don't know if you can hear them or not, but man, they're loud. Hey, no. And Lizzie's not home, so that's why they're like extra freaked out because they're probably thinking that any noise is her coming home. So I know it's crazy, isn't it, Sherry? So they're intentional about the time that they spend with their kids and how they're going to do it, what they're going to do, right? Michael, when I said I have a puppy, he says, not a puppy mill. I was saying when I have a dog for sale, I actually, I will pay you to take her. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, Randy's all in. This is awesome. So how can you do that in your own life? Just going to challenge you to think about that. Are there times when maybe you find yourself 
you know, face down in the phone. I noticed this the other day. I was out in a field with some friends and they were working on a project and I was staring up into the sky and I was watching airplanes go by and I saw all kinds of crazy things and they're looking at me like, yeah, keep seeing you. You're keep looking up. What are you looking at? I said, man, there's so many airplanes that have crossed by here. It's crazy. They're all looking down into their phone and I'm looking up into the sky and it's something that I noticed. I think that we just don't look up enough anymore. And I don't just mean to the sky, because how much are we missing? I don't think we look at each other in the eye. I don't think we smile at each other on the street. I mean, even in elevators. And I'm guilty of it, too. Riding up in an elevator this morning uh, to do the radio show, I'm looking up at the at the numbers clicking, and I look over at the other person. They've got their face in the phone, and it kind of triggered me to grab my phone. And I was just looking at the phone, like, what time is it? And then I have to go through, and you, I don't know if you're like me, but do you ever do that thing where you make the round in your phone? Like, okay, I'm going to check Facebook, and then I'll check Twitter, and then I'll check Instagram, and then I'll check my email, and then I'll check this, and I'll check that, and then I'm going to check this other thing, and I'm going to go over here and check that. And once you go through, right, and you get all that kind of like, Bing, 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 all these neurons firing off in your brain, the synapses going and a dopamine dropping. Ha 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 ha. It's like a video game. And you're just, oh. by the way, the video for that was probably priceless there on Facebook. But um, yeah, the Pokemon. Hey, you know, what's so, so funny, Drew. I, I saw somebody do this, do the exact same. I mean, I never thought this person would be into Pokemon, but she was riding the elevator. She gets off. She walked around and completely lost. And in a daze. The, listen, the walking dead are amongst us. The zombies are here right now. They're playing Pokemon. I never got into it. But it's the truth. And I think we're all guilty in some different level. And I just talked about the dope, dopamine. So that's part of what happens when we're seeking pleasure and we're running away from pain. That's the entertainment, the thing that we're checking out of reality with, right? Um. We see a lot of people doing this, sitting on the couch, plopping down hours and hours. And I, hey, listen, props to you for being on here tonight. But chances are, and I'm just going to do a little, I'm just going to do it. It's about, it's prime time right now when I'm recording this. How many people who are watching the stream, and we've got a good number of people watching this on Facebook Live right now. How many people are actually using their phone as their second screen or their third screen? In other words, you're watching TV or there's something else going on right now and you're just kind of following along or you're watching this while there's like a ball game on or while something else is going on. Anybody else that's watching TV or doing something else right now? I'll wait for the answers as I take a sip here. A very unique podcast. I don't think we've ever done it this way. And I'm going to leave the dog at its end. I'm not going to edit those out either. Just so you can be 100% behind the scenes with me this, this week. Anyway, this is what, this is what folks do. By the way, we're starting to get me, me, me. Yes. Everyone else is. So, so see, remember when it was, when it was like, we were fine just to watch television, right? Like that's the thing that took, and, and like, right. Just like. Or sit, this was back, go back to radio days, right? This is when the people would like gather around in front of the radio and they would just devote their, all of their attention to it. Um, oh, thanks, Randy. He just made my house a pokey stop. I appreciate that, man. Nowadays, people are so divided in so many different ways. Thinking about that. So divided in so many different ways. 
that chances are they're not getting the full message of whatever it is. So that's another thing to think about. I mentioned, as I talked about, the key to being, you know, really staying positive, being happy, especially in such a negative world. I really talked about the key to this whole thing. Um, Coming up in a little bit, I'm going to give you that key. But I talked about how you can start to realize whether or not the things that you're consuming are consuming you. In other words, is that TV network that you've got going 24-7 really consuming you, right? Is it eating you up alive whole? That talk radio program that you're listening to, is it eating you up whole, right? I've talked about digital detoxes with your phone. Here's how to find out. Quick question. After you watch something, after you consume it, how do you feel? Ask yourself, how do you feel? Like, how do I feel? Like, how do I feel after I listen to this? How do I feel after I watch this? When I talked about fear being such a big motivator with with television and media, etc. earlier, I didn't really go into the scientific nature of it, but it's it's fight or flight. Your endorphins start going. Uh, your hormones start reacting on a completely different level. Um, there's some major chemical things that happen in the brain that happen in the body and you can become addicted to these things. Um, it's adrenaline that starts pumping and you know, you've heard of like adrenaline junkies, people that go out and bungee jump or skydive or stuff like that. Well, people are getting this stuff dropped into their system every single day. Facebook has become absolutely, um, just genius with how they have designed their platform so that you are constantly getting these chemicals dropped into your brain. So you have to ask yourself, how do I feel? Ordinary heroes walk among us every day. These are their stories. On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network.